What's up, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a UAB cornerback, a member of the Jim Thorpe Award watch list, and an honorable mention All-CUSA cornerback just last season, Bronte Harris. How's it going, my guy? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to have you on the show. So um, you played both football and basketball back in high school. And in fact, you were the all-time leading scorer in Coleman County basketball history. Um, Why did you end up choosing to play football at the next level? And how did you end up at UAB? Um, Well, it's crazy because like in high school, you know, like you don't really know what you want to do yet. Um, I was kind of in a situation where it was like, when I was playing football, I wanted to play football in college. When I was playing basketball, I wanted to play basketball in college. And basketball was always after football season. So like my senior year, like I was really thinking like, I just came off like a good elite eight appearance. Like our team was really good. So actually um, coming out of high school, uh, um, I actually signed to play basketball at Alabama A&M. And um, I took that path just because, like I said, like when I'm in basketball season, I think I'm Steph Curry. But when I'm not, then I'm Jalen Ramsey, you know. So I chose basketball, whatever. And like my heart really wasn't in it. Um, I kind of realized that quick just by um, all the like the workouts and, you know, it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was just I didn't feel like the love of the game like I did for football. So, like, around that time, um, after my first semester there, um, UAB had um, reinstated the program. You know, the program got shut down. So they were reinstating it and unseen that they were, like, um, starting back up or whatever. So I ended up getting the info of the coach and all that and ended up walking on there. And, you know, that was that transition. I had to kind of, like, tell my family, like, hey, you know, I'm on a scholarship here. I'm going to go here to walk on. So it's kind of like they was always telling me, like, I'm leaving something for nothing. But I just felt like that vision, like I just had it in my head and I had to follow it. So came in at UAB, um, walked on. Um, it was different, you know, not playing football for that time, you know, being on the basketball court. Like I had to get back used to it. I had to get adjusted to it. Um I ended up like we had Darius Williams at the time. Um, that's like my big bro. And I ended up like getting real close with him at the time. And like I knew he was gonna be as good as he is now, like everybody sees, but you know, not everyone knew at the time, but like he was teaching me stuff after practice, before practice, during practice, like on the sideline. Like I just like followed him around, tried to learn as much as I could from him. So like my um that spring went by and then uh, the following summer, I ended up getting on scholarship and I was headed into our first season. So like, you know, that was big. And I was um, a registered freshman at the time. And um, we had Darius and we had a couple good older guys too. So I didn't really play much um, as a freshman, but I learned a lot. Like. I was really at practice. I was getting tons of reps. I did play, like I started a few games, but I didn't start every game, of course. But um, it was a good experience, you know, just being able to take in all that I learned from him at the time. We were roommates um, on the road when we traveled, even when we was at home, we stayed in the hotel, we were roommates. So like, just being able to say that is like big. Cause like 
all the success he's having now, like, it's just, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, so that kind of, like, summed up really, like, how I got there and how I chose basketball, then football, and ended up here. So then after that freshman season, that was my first season, like, kind of being that guy, like, taking that leadership role, like, starting. So that's where we got into after that. Yeah, man, it was a great decision, too, because you've just been absolutely balling the hell out at UAB. Quickly became one of the top cornerbacks, not just on the team, but in the nation. Um, You know, kind of how's that feel? You know, you kind of mentioned how you followed Darius around everywhere, and now obviously he's balling out in the league. Kind of, uh, you know, how's it feel now that you're finally kind of in his shoes where you're the one balling out, you know, and he's just kind of watching, like, the proud pop up there in the league? (laughs) Man, it's, it's really, like, it's crazy, like, just to see how fast, like, it changed. Like, you know, one second you go from, like, being a walk-on, like, being a freshman, like, not really knowing anything. Then you're a senior and you're, like, on all these lists. And, like, you know, it, it's, it's really a blessing. Like, first and foremost, it's a blessing. Like, God brought me a long way. I prayed a lot. And, you know, like, he answered. So, like, first and foremost, I want to thank him for that. But it's really just been a blessing, like, coming in here and having those people around me and being in that situation where I am able to get to this point that I'm at and, you know, be that guy, be that leader on the team and, you know, perform well on Saturdays and like hopefully make Darius proud, my coaches, my family, you know, whoever. So it's really an honor and a blessing at the same time, definitely for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, prior to the season starting, you were named to the Jim Thorpe Award watch list. Um, how did it feel, you know, kind of seeing your hard work pay off? You know, you finally got some recognition. Obviously, you know, last season you were on that honorable mention all CUSA list. Um, and then coming into this year, you're one of the top cornerbacks to watch for in the entire, you know, in the entire nation. Like kind of mm-hmm. what do you do like during the off season to really kind of prepare, keep yourself in, in good shape, especially during this mm-hmm. pandemic in order to be on those watch lists? Man. Like you said, it was a pandemic this year, so it was crazy. Like, one moment we're in spring ball and everything's fine, and then we go on spring break, and now we don't even have a spring left. So, like, at first it was like, okay, like, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, like, we're not having practice, so, like, I have to get myself ready outside of my coaches. Like, you have to just dig back in the drawing book and, like, how did I get myself here? You know, like when I was a walk-on, like I worked real hard to even get to UAB in that transition. So I just put myself back in that mode. Like, okay, I'm getting up early. I'm getting one, two, to sometimes three workouts a day. Like, you know, early mornings running, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., like working out, weights, all that, field work, all that. Like just, and to me, I, I like that. Honestly, like I like being by myself, like working out, like on my own, like on my own schedule. Like I feel like I get a lot better doing that because, like, I know my weaknesses and like I know my strengths as well. So I feel like I know what to focus on, what exactly to work on whenever I do work out. So just tons of hard, hard work, early mornings, late nights, and just you know preparing yourself film study as well like to be ready to take on this role this year you know I I knew everything that was ahead so I made sure I did the things I needed to in the off season yeah for sure and I kind of you know whenever you, you do decide down the road 
you know, if you want to keep taking your talents to that next level, you know, that's kind of, you're already kind of getting that next level of preparation. So that's one thing you can kind of take out of, you know, this quarantine process that you've already kind of established how to be a pro, which right. is obviously very useful because that's one of the biggest learning curves a rookie has to deal with once right. they get to that NFL level is kind of how to be a pro, but you know, you're kind of already there. Um, kind of take us into what like a college football game day at UAB is like. Man, it's, is I mean, this is my only college game day, of course. So, like, I don't know how everyone else's is, but it's, like, real traditional. You know, it's the South. So, you know, there's tailgating. And there's fans everywhere. Like, you know, people, like, just real football fans, you know, hard celebrators, you know, big supporters. For us, it's, it's intense. It's kind of – because we're at the hotel, so – you know, we wake up, like, it's game day, like, we're doing meetings, we're doing walkthroughs, like, we're making sure we're ready, like, mentally, physically, you know, putting those final touches on, so, like, for us, like, it's like a locked-in type of mindset, like, as soon as we wake up, like, we know we got the game, we know all the preparation we need to take care of before the game, so, like, we're locked in, but we get to the stadium, we see the fans get the blazer wall, and, it feel, it's a good feeling, you know, just having that support everywhere, like people shaking your hand, you know, just seeing like real support and like people like actually involved in what you're doing and what you put so much work into, like it feels good. So, I mean, the tailgating, you know, the game, the cheer and the fans, the band, all that, it's, it's amazing. At Legion, you know, we had the 21, uh, 21 win home street. Um, that we just lost this year, you know, but that was our first loss since the program came back at home. But like that game day has always been special at home for sure. Yeah, sounds sounds lit, man. So uh, carrying on with that lit vibe, who do you have on your pregame playlist that just gets you amped up ready for them <laughs> games, bro? Um, young boy, for sure, number one. Uh, little baby on there. Okay. Um. Money bag a little bit. Um, gotta put Pooh Shiesty. He knew, but I don't really like him. So like a lot of bangers. Like I ain't really with the the slow music. Like the the st- like the slow pace. Like keeping yourself calm. I like to like get in there more. Yeah, yeah so. for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and the Dijon's playlist was kind of fire too, man. I know y'all yeah. are roommates, so yeah, yeah. yeah so we put each other. To, to music, yeah, you know, there you go, there you go, for sure. <laughs> who do you try? What NFL guy? Maybe not NFL guy. Just player, either all time, current, whatever. Who do you try to model your play style after? Who do you like? Try like like I don't know. Trying to watch film on, try and take bits yeah. and pieces from. Um, I'd say Darius Slay first. You know, Jalen Ramsey, my favorite corner. Don't get me wrong, but not everyone is six two. You know, long like you know, not everyone's like that. So. I try to like model people like, you know, that that I kind of like body type can fit. And Slay, like he he's a good example to me just because like he's a technician. Like he focuses a lot on technique and, you know, at the line, winning the line of scrimmage and being patient and being poised during the route. So I would say him and he make a lot of big plays, like make plays on the ball. He's smart. He has got IQ. So, like, I pride myself on, like, technique and IQ. So, for sure, I have to say it's like. 
Yeah, so I, I would agree. You know, I see a lot of Darius Lay in the way you play too. So, yeah, you know, it's paying sure. off. So, Appreciate uh, that. Yeah, no worries. Who's the best player you think you've ever played with and then the best you've ever played against? Ooh, that's a that's tough a one. one. Yeah, because that championship team we had, I played with some real good guys. Some guys, um, one of our defensive tackles still in the league, Anthony Rush, um, that was – uh, he was really, really good. Either him or Darius as the best two players I played with. Probably say Darius though, because I'm a little biased for him. But and he played my position. But either Darius or Anthony Rush for sure. And against mm, that's a tough one. Let me think on that one. Against I'll probably say um, Rico Bussy. He was receiver from North Texas, he transferred to Hawaii, but he was really good, like complete receiver to me, like speed, hands, agility, you know, knowing how to get off the press, use his hands. So I'd probably say him uh, so far. Yeah, for sure. And kind of what was like it, what was it like winning that championship a few years ago? What was no, that like? Was Just kind surreal. of take us into that. It was surreal because just like I told you, like, when I got here, the program was just starting that. Like, we didn't have our facility we have now. Like, we didn't have a lot. And, like, nobody seen the vision really but us. Like, we was practicing and all that. Like, without games, like, sometimes, you know, just to prepare. So, it was surreal. Like, just to see how, like, hard work can pay off. Like, really hard, dedicated work and like people hungry for success, you know, and just make history here. Like that was the most, like the most surreal thing about it was just making history, you know, and being there, being able to say we brought a championship back to Birmingham, like being able to wear those rings and like have that stuff forever. So like definitely surreal memory. For, for sure. sure. What do you think is your favorite college football memory? Mm, that's a good one too. Let me think on that. Favorite memory? Probably going to the Bahamas Bowl. Cause like I've never been to the Bahamas and I don't think I was ever gonna go outside of football. So the fact that we got to go and play football at the Bahamas, stay at Atlantis, like for a week, everything paid for, like it was amazing, like, just the places football can take you. So, like, definitely Bahamas Bowl experience. And I was a freshman, so I was like, if college football is like this every year, like, I'm going to love it. So, <laughs> Yeah, bro, that freshman yeah. year, there was another play in contention, man. That, that first career interception went to the crib. Oh, yeah, I, thought you See, were gonna I say was that. about to say that. I was about to say <laughs> pick six, but the Bahamas Bowl, that was just different, like, Cause that was good football and outside of football too. Like just being with my friends, my brothers, like being somewhere like that. Like that's just stuff you're gonna remember forever. For sure, for sure. One last question for you, boss. Any okay. advice to those young athletes out there chasing chasing their like Division One football dreams? Maybe they're playing basketball. Maybe they're playing football in high school. They don't know which one to choose from. What kind of advice can you kind of give those guys? Man, first and foremost, you gotta pray. Like, the only way you're going to be successful is if you keep God in your life first. And then after that, it's just work hard. Like, even God said, like, if you work hard, he's going to reward you. Like, hard hands, he, hard work and hands, he rewards. So just being dedicated, being consistent, 
um, making a plan, like making a routine, making a plan, sticking with it, like being diligent with it and just praying. Like you do that every day and like you're consistent with it. You're going to come out successful, but you got to be patient too. Like it come with patience as well. So I think if you put all those things together and you really believe you can succeed, then you will. Yeah, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Bronte Harris going to be balling. He's still balling. Going to keep balling. You already yes, know. Sir. Thanks for your time today, brother. Appreciate that, man.